2: Well, hi buddies. Uh, welcome to the uh to the podcast. Welcome to the show here on uh on the YouTubes in your ear holes, whenever you're listening, however you're listening. We uh we appreciate you getting into it today. Uh no Ryan Pinder today. He is uh I believe golfing. He's golfing today. Didn't he say he was golfing today and then on the weekend, and then he's golfing Monday, and now he's just you know he hasn't golfed though, he
1: said. So all of a sudden he's decided it's golf season.
2: Making up for you. Yeah, got to get out there, I guess. Got to make up for it. Yeah. yeah. We are, here's the thing. Uh, now, on Monday, we're still trying to iron out things for the show because we have, uh, it is the, I can never remember the freaking name of it. Is it, the Rotary Club. Anyway, Sheldon from over at uh, Grey Eagle Casino, he's got, he's part of the, uh, uh, the charity and they've got their annual golf tournament. So we're going to be there. But uh, here's the thing, and this is going to sound like BS because oh, you hate golf, you're trying to get out of it. I love it's at Bear's Paw. It's beautiful. Who do you love it? Right. My uh, hoof continues to be a bit of an issue. I I would not be much fun or able to uh, to do a tournament, an 18 hole tournament, with. Uh, with my gout continuing to linger. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Is what oh. I say every
1: day. The cranberries?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So,
1: not to change the subject. Sorry. Right. Pat Coletta in East Aurora, New York, on Saturday night. Sounds awesome. And they have this, it's actually a cool little town, and they got this big music festival where they got like 50 bands playing all over the town. Anyway, Pat Coletta's favorite song, "Zombie." Really? Yeah. Went up to like every band. Hey, could you play "Zombie"? <laughs> like, what in the f are you? Do you zombie? mean Rob Zombie? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> zombie, the Cranberries.
2: but That's a weird. One. Isn't that because uh, she passed away? Right? Is that Dolores O'Riordan?
1: I think I she don't was know the uh what her name was, but yeah, I found it extremely odd that it's
2: a weird yeah. You know what? If you were doing like uh if you were on a game show with Pat Coletta and it'd be pick his favorite song, you'd be there a while. Yeah.
1: yeah. And apparently, like if you go back to his house after the part bars yeah. or whatever, that song plays at an insane volume on repeat. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, uh he so got some uh,
2: mm-hmm. tough, you know, I took mm-hmm. punches back mm-hmm. in the day. Tough guy. I'm not gonna call him I don't, need, I, don't I do not need to fight Patrick. he Coletta did a lot of hitting and
1: life. the odd scrapping and yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And from Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Just south of Buffalo. So got to play at home. Lucky huh. him.
2: Lucky <laughs> him. Yeah. No question. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the so the golf thing's happening on Monday. You are likely unavailable. Is that suffice? Yeah, I'm 100%
1: that- unavailable.
2: Yeah, great. So, um, so I'll just sit here then on Monday, mm. and uh, it'll look like this. You can just cut to a one shot there, Jack. You can just put uh, put me up there. This will be Monday's show.
1: There's got to be a guest you can find. <laughs>
2: tower chrysler studios tower chrysler southern alberta's favorite dodge ram jeep chrysler dealer that's what that's so i look forward to that on
1: uh on monday i will say something but i don't know if it comes across as putsy does it there's a few people that are looking for things to do
2: that's putsy okay yeah that's not i don't think uh,
1: it's not putsy it's actually uh, it's the truth
2: shitty day yesterday and i know you know it's one of those things whenever and social media is the worst it's the worst but it's kind of how a lot of people communicate and just kind of whatever so yesterday uh bell media slashes 1300 media jobs and beyond media but just 1300 jobs they In Edmonton, TSN, which used to be the team, twelve sixty TSN, twelve sixty. They they didn't just and they aren't just taking these radio stations and changing formats. They're pulling the plug. Like the 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 infrastructure and the money that it takes you you, because you need a tower and transmitters and you need all of the the technology and they just that's where it's at and that's when people on Twitter or social media, yeah, well, you know how many I was working here and I'm out of work. So suck it up, sweetheart. Well, I'm not saying yes. If anyone is out of work, I feel for you, but this is just cause this is what I've done. It's what we do. It's that sort of thing. I loved if- the business. I love the radio. It was, it was fun. It was exciting. It was all of that. And when people would say, Oh, don't do it. It doesn't, you, there's no money in it and you can't do that. I, I was never that guy. It's like, it's, if you find your, the right spot with the right group of people, it's the friggin' best. Every day is fun, and you get paid to do it. But that's, man, it's a long time ago, so I feel for those guys because they were, you have the rights holder, which I actually worked for for a short amount of time at Edmonton, 630 Chen. And then you had these guys, and, I mean, they were they were doing it for the love of sport and the love of what they were doing. They were going to games and doing coverage and covering the Eskimos, Then the whole thing. And they did an unbelievable job. And it sucks because it happened in Vancouver. It has nothing to do with ratings or the community or anything. It's just straight bottom line, pull the plug. Hey, sorry. And the way they do it retro, you've probably heard about it. You just, they just tell, they walk in a room and tell, leave now, give us your pass card. You're out. We'll send you your shit. No thanks for the time. I don't know. Maybe that's the, how you have to do it. I don't know. But it's it's a heartless, shitty thing sometimes. So, yeah, I feel for everybody yesterday. Wow. No.
1: Were you going to say something? Well, no, I was going to say that I love people on social media that yeah give you the yeah, tough, tough guy response that, I lost my... What the hell's that got to do with anything?
2: I know. It's no matter what you do. No, no. matter... What what po- what possible or potential positivity you may try to put on social media? Somebody will stick it right in your tuckus. Oh yeah, doesn't matter what ooh, you. Do. That's that's angry Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, you didn't know it? Did you know that I do impressions? You probably didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know that. So have you made a final decision? As to your travel plans, because you, you were going to send kids, take kids, fly kids. No, well, what, what day is it? Oh, boy. What day is it? Oh, well, today's Thursday. All right, lots of time then. Yeah.
1: Monday's yeah. not till Monday.
2: Right. If But if you're putting kids on an airplane. Yeah, that's Okay. That's, good.
1: That's the day that the plane leaves. Then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> so I need to leave for the airport at what time if we choose to do that? Is Not now.
1: Oh, Should we go this morning? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. go.
2: Is that ever going to change? You figure? No, or...
1: I don't want it to change. Too many times you make plans and then you got to change them. Yeah. So I hate changing plans. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It is. The only thing is, is the others around you that are in your orbit that then come to rely or or plan their plans based on your plans or or lack thereof. It. It's hard. Yeah.
1: You just got to make your own plans and kind of. Right. So, what well, has got their own lane Just stay in it. Got it. Got it. So it's mm-hmm. really just about the, the rat store. It's <laughs> hard to be about
2: anyone else. But... That's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you see some? You know, I'll get into it in the pin. I, you know, I, I've got to do the Pinder report. Pinder's not here. It's J- Jack said, What are we doing for the Pinder reports? Like, I don't, Jack, I don't know. I don't know, man. Jack, relax. I don't know, Jack. When the oh, report God. starts, we'll so do what are it. we doing for the Pinder report? I don't know, Jack. We'll do something, but uh, um, the uh, your Florida Panteros, the Panteros, they're they're friggin' banged up. I feel for them. Between that ten day break and these injuries, there, there's going to be some guys that won't be ready for training camp. From what we're hearing out of Florida, training well,
1: camp, uh, yeah, but the pro- that's. I don't know how to word what I'm trying to say. When you play that late in the year, and training camp starts in a couple of months, if you have surgery, you're going to miss training camp. Yeah, that's it's a legitimate thing, and I uh, I'd take cheap shots at guys like Geo or guys that have never had a long run, and oh yeah, I got a thousand games. No shit, you got a thousand games. Your body had six months to recover after every season. I, and it's, it's not geo it's tons. Of, like it yeah, it's yeah. makes a difference. Like, can you imagine Vegas even thinking about training right now, Florida, even thinking about training right now. So even, so what July 1st comes around, your body's still exhausted and beat the piss. And if you won, you got the, you're, you're still drunk. And if you lost, you're still depressed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's no time. And if you go deep into the finals, to recover and regain fitness. I'm sure the odd Marty Jellinek probably still maintained, but yeah, it is wearing on you. That's why guys like Chelios and Lidstrom, guys that always went deep in the playoffs and still played fifteen hundred games. That's holy shit stuff, yeah. right? Like they are guys at three hundred playoff games and fourteen hundred NHL games. That's tough
2: chelios is i mean that's freak of nature type stuff
1: yeah he was notorious for right
2: do yeah. you hear all those stories about him on the friggin exit in the, the sauna on the, the bike, bike, bike in the yeah, sauna and yeah. wearing
1: After garbage being bags. Out all night so yeah but know, i mean i think he's got some special <laughs> genetics so. yeah
2: i was gonna say there's a lot of guys that could w- wheel a friggin bike into a sauna and not be able to play as long as he did that, that's yeah it's genetic freaks but yeah, I just I I saw somebody because the the ratings came out, and as you can imagine, they are shit. Um, about half of what you saw for the Leaf series in round one or round two or whatever it was. So, um, and it's not much better in the U.S. We knew this was coming in, and unfortunately, there was little
1: drama. And no they're not dr- the last two rounds. Yeah. So, so I, that's just it. You lose a lot of momentum. Not only does it go real late, you get odd teams in there, and there was no drama in the third round. Like, it was boring, to be yeah. quite honest with you. So a lot of people started shutting it off then, and then you got a 10-day break. Like, it was a recipe for disaster. When do we start? Like, October? Is that when the season starts? Usually it's, uh, in Canada, it's Thanksgiving weekend. And, yeah. yeah. Is there any value?
2: Because I saw some guys talking about it again social media cuz this this the, the series is over early but as you even go historically cuz i think it was yesterday it was the anniversary of the 94 game 7 between the canucks and the rangers uh, is, you is want it my, you want to
1: know how i would do it now this is what'll happen in 5 years play the all-star game in the summer or whenever it doesn't why the f does it have to be middle of the season and get rid of that stupid break yeah Give the guys two more days of Christmas. That's about a halfway point. Give them a couple more days around the holidays. And to get rid of the week off for no freaking reason. They get mandatory days off now. We never had days off. I mean, you'd get days off when you earned days off. And I'm not trying to be an old prick about it. But honestly, there's no why can't you do the all-star game like the NFL does the, the football. Go to Hawaii and have the, I don't care. Do it at the draft, whatever you want. But why does it have to be mid season? Why are we pausing for a three on three tournament? That's a decent point. Retro. I
2: I've spent so little time invested in the all-star thing. Anyway,
1: um, it's a a corporate thing. I understand the reasoning behind it, but it's a, it's the same as an outdoor game. It's for the city that the game is in sure we were there in florida last year they did a great job setting this shit up up on the beach you can do it whenever yeah and not very often is it in florida so like it would literally if you're doing it in montreal it'd be nicer to do it in july i guess so but now put your player your player well for sure the players aren't aren't going to agree but that's the problem is keeping everybody happy it's a smarter
2: idea pay them if it's July, you'd probably have to pay. If it's July in the All-Star game, they're going to play it at the new building in Calgary. How tough a sell is that going to be for some guys league-wide who are spending time with their families and kids? It's summer to then take you the know, better part of a week to come to some city they don't have any
1: attachment to to play at a hockey game. Part of your deal. yeah. I, like, I'm not trying to be. No, I know. And the other thing is, it's I have lots of unique... Things that I think about in my life as we do things just cuz, and yeah. it's like, why the f- do we do it this way? Well, cuz that's how we've done it. Mm-hmm. It takes some getting used to that's all, right? Like, do you think the guys are pumped to go mid-season? How many guys skip out on it mid-season?
2: Lots, yeah, yeah. Not and lots, sp- but guys suspended. do. Yeah,
1: you might yeah. have better attendance, right? Like
2: because i don't it's not it's not as though this series it's not about this specific cup final it would it would be ju- it would be the same if we played it 6 weeks earlier or a month earlier or whatever but it just it's too no, I, late it's too long
1: it's too, it's long. too late it's too long a long weekend in canada would be plenty you don't have started, to start it started a little earlier started earlier Training camp doesn't like, and again, I think a lot of it's changed since I played. It's, I think it is shorter. You don't need three weeks of tra- nine games of eight or nine games of what yeah. the hell are we talking about? Yeah. Do the freaking all star game then to kick that kickoff to the season. All star game. Let's go. That's another thing, too, right? It's
2: the, the players have to hate training camp. Hey. The management they want time to assess their team, but I think how uh, how many teams are really still wringing their hands? Gosh, I, we've only had eight
1: preseason games. I sure no, no, don't no, no, know no, no, what no. to. L- Listen, it's a million ways of doing it. Have rookie camp a week earlier. The kids that aren't making it don't need to go to main camp. Yeah. I, and some like, well, that's the experience they need. Then fucking earn it. Pardon my language, right? Like, then, then make main camp. Yeah. You get cut. That's your own story. If you get cut, you're not good enough to be there. So we don't have the
2: main is, guys. There's, there's so many guys. They end up splitting it in half anyway.
1: You got and... two teams going all over the place, and it's yeah. money for the owners. I get that part, but come on.
2: And the thing it's about better. Christmas, there's a lot of times... it's the Christmas break almost isn't isn't long enough. There's a lot of guys that don't get home for Christmas. You don't get any
1: time for Christmas, and it's longer than it used to be. It's not it's not a good break. Now, again, the dollar speaks to all of it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure I actually believe this, and we're talking out, talking as we think here. I you know, the league wants those games at Christmas because there's people are off and this, okay, that's that's fine, but one day. One more day, two more days, or like you're gonna take a week off in January? That's a better option. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. There's better ways of doing it. Yeah. But I, I've
2: I like hockey and I find every year right about now it's yeah, I've i it's
1: good. Enjoyed it. Oh, it's don't need any more. It's those good. Ten, well, you think about it. Those ten days, if this series now, Correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't 10 days. It was 10 days for Florida. I think it was 10 for Florida. Yeah. But so they could have days, but...
2: almost sought it in half. Yeah.
1: They could so have saved I mean, four days. Even a week or earlier is a big deal, right? Early and June. I, get, is, I thought I remember playing into like the 20th. Like, I don't know what year it was, but I thought we played late into June. Because
2: there was... A time and I'm trying to remember which cup it was I think it was one of the Oilers runs where they won it in June and I remember it was like wow they're playing into June now and I think that was when round one was a best of five which they then made a best of seven and I I do like that because bet round one's often the best and a best of seven just gives you a better opportunity to find find a, a deserving winner I suppose but it's too late it's too late every year we say change. this.
1: Yeah. No, it's too late, but th- I, they should rethink it. If they're going to get numbers like this. It's weird. I was sitting here doing nothing, and usually I don't even look at social media, but I looked. I was on Twitter, and Dana White was ripping the NHL, saying, these guys are idiots. A bunch <laughs> of old pricks in suits. They don't have a clue what's going on with the new generation of of viewers. And I'm like, Ooh. if someone would know, probably Dana White's on top of it. He does seems to be doing okay with this stuff. Yeah. I like Dana White. I I know what he is,
2: and I, I understand why there's people that don't like him, and he rubs people the wrong way in some of his behavior, and that Ooh. isn't. But he is, I just find him so refreshing and entertaining because he just, he's unapologetically, I think, honest or uh, makes himself appear to be honest. I'll be I'll be honest.
1: I am not a fan of his slap fight thing. Yeah, but, but I find it hard look, to watch. I don't like it either. I think it's stupid and dumb, and I don't. I don't get it. But they're talking about hundreds of millions of views. Mm-hmm. They, I think that's what he was referencing was that the slap, whatever it's called, had more views than the finals. Yeah. Well, and, and he was. He's
2: also. He's like the, the people that are against the slap fighter that are trying to, to tear they're the same people that tried to take down UFC there there would have been no UFC if these people had their say or if this was the type of person that had any kind of sway or power back when the UFC was was up and coming I I don't know maybe maybe we're getting
1: old and soft maybe he's well, right for me because I, I, I don't again I go <laughs> I don't like stupid things <laughs> and to me that's stupid Right? like i don't know why like why is a boxing match better cuz i'm uh, stupid but uh, well that's stupid batman and the nhl there's a lot of good ideas on this podcast here yeah i saw it's a thing a here a lot of problems
2: um let me find it here cuz i took a shot of it hurrah Adam Seaborn, who uh, works for uh, Playmaker, which is our parent company, mm-hmm. he analyzes uh, a lot of media trends, ratings, sponsorships, and that sort of thing. Uh, and and the the numbers did come out about about the uh, the ratings: two point one two four million viewers watched the Stanley Cup Final Game Five. More than half less, fifty percent less than the Leafs and Bolts. Worst viewing audience for a final game in the U.S. in 29 years. And some of that is due to the fact they left ESPN and went to TNT or whatever, you know, that that whole thing. Or They were on ESPN, whatever. Um, He said, counterpoint, NHL team sponsorship revenue, think helmets, jerseys, the little, lo- you know, the sponsor logos mm-hmm. on that, rose by 21% this year to 1.28 billion dollars and outpaced growth in every other major league including the nfl his point being tv ratings not the only measure of success so while people are saying oh look at your sports dying your sports doesn't have anything well how's 1.28 billion for having a a sticker on your on your helmet
1: it's decent, yeah. I don't think the sport's dying, I just think you have to be, and that's the most progressive thing I think the NHL did was, was allow that. Do you yeah. think that if the NFL said put some uh advertising uh, on their helmet, what would it bring in? A I gajillion don't. dollars, yeah, right? Like, and it's traditional old pricks, like, oh, you can't do that, well, you can, and there's a whole whack of money to be made, yeah.
2: We go through this, you talk about there's the same thing when I can't believe they're putting ads on the boards and I can't believe they're putting ads on all the boards and then behind the bench and then on the ice houses. Like you say, it's just, it's
1: the way it's always been done. Doesn't mean it's right. Somebody told me that the technology out there with the VR sets that they, you, you could buy a ticket for Madison square garden and sit in whatever seat you wanted and watch the game. Like you were there. Yeah. Like, this is where these things might even go i mean it's because apple unveiled that thing last
2: week yeah the vr stuff is is crazy um i like it because it's i i feel like i'm every single day i'm another day closer to not having to leave my house
1: well that's the objective i think
2: did you go to the game last night yep
1: i was there i met unreal seats yeah in manitoba and i met my buddy in hong kong and we went <laughs> yeah. watch flyer play the rangers and that the yeah. Spectrum. And what it a was crowd awesome. hey! Eh? crowd was jumping last night couldn't believe it yeah
2: that's good just the, why why leave home why bother uh we will do the pity report in a bit uh a tough customer is having a birthday today we'll do that for mcleod law and uh we'll talk to you a little bit about uh, saint eugene but um I'll save it for the, uh, I'll save that for the pit report. Venanova. Let's talk about lab grown diamonds for a second. Lab grown diamonds. It continues to be, this is another one of those things that were it not for Justin and were it not for this podcast and him coming on board, I probably wouldn't know anything about lab grown diamonds, but now that it's in my, you're an expert in my tub. uh, Now when it pops up and you see it on the internet, oh, so that's, there it is. There it is. This is another one of those things. It's going, it's becoming commonplace to have, Lab-grown diamonds and Vina Nova, Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialist, the only jeweler in town that specializes exclusively in lab-grown diamonds. The savings are where this is cu- where it comes in. It's it's twofold. The quality of the gemstone, the rock, is in many cases far superior to a mined diamond, and you'll pay upwards in a lot of cases of eighty percent less. So you're either getting a unbelievable piece of jewelry for your budget or if it's something a little bit more understated you're saving a lot of money it's the way to go uh summertime you ever been to a wedding where somebody else did the thing it's oh i caught the bouquet or whatever but somebody else like oh did you hear so-and-so proposed to so-and-so at somebody else's wedding you ever, you ever been at one of those?
1: I've never been at a wedding proposal, sir. No, it's
2: like, mm-hmm. but
1: no, you're at a wedding. I know. And then some idiot proposes and steals. Yeah. let's like, oh,
2: yeah, it's, 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 Hey, it's, like you say, stay in your lane. It's yeah. not about you right now. No. You selfish bastard. Go to go hike or something. Go for a bike ride or go have dinner and friggin' do it there. It's their day. It's off. Tension whore. Uh, lab grown diamonds. Grown in a lab. Same chemical composition, a crystal structure as a national earth mine, natural earth mine diamond. You got to go and see the place. They are the very best. As we said, they're the only place in town that specializes in it. Downtown showroom, second level of Stephen Avenue Place is where you'll find them. Also online, venanova.com. You and I are uh, very happy customers of Vinanova. It was a huge hit. Big win. Because now, how did it work for you? You got. Uh, you got something for the shoveler. Was it a surprise for her or did you no. consult ahead?
1: I had to consult just because yeah. of where we're at. Okay. Like yeah, You yeah. did it. I,
2: it was, again, it feels kind of, it feels kind of, you feel kind of chintzy about it. It's almost like a gift card or something, but it was, here's what we're doing. We're going to Vina Nova and you're going to pick out something that you really want. Rather than me pick it, and of course, you're not going to like it, then you got to go back anyway, and yada, yada. Like the engagement
1: ring that I got, my the shoveler. She just went, changed it all on her own?
2: Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, you know, you go to Vina Nova, let your significant other have fun. You go, whatever, crush a dart or have some soup, and then come back when they're done, and uh, everybody's happy. Or you could be part of the process too, I suppose. But Vina Nova. Sustainable, dazzling, one of a kind. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. So when you come, so you are, you're gonna, you're at some point coming back here. Is it summer in Calgary, or do you have summer plans?
1: These are things that all need to uh, be discussed and I organized. Know. But yeah, we're gonna come back and settle in and make use of that lake that we live on. Right. No plans in the. Uh, Zero.
2: The boomer house this year. Zero. Zero.
1: Not even a trip to the farm. You're not going to Saskatchewan? Well, yeah, maybe. There's a two or three day trip there
2: for that one. Do the little kind of camping thing.
1: But the boys are getting older. They got jobs. They got too much shit on to go. You can't I know. Kids away. are working and. All I this actually said that thing. to the shoveler. I said, you know, if we were ever thinking of doing a summer trip, probably this is the last year of availability. Yes, sir. Yeah. How and how did that go over? Uh,
2: yeah, I got a nod. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll get so, right on that. Well, she knows she, that, she, like, I mean, if, if we can't plan, plans. yeah, yeah so if we can't think. plan things when, when and we don't even live with you, I can't imagine what it must be like for the shoveler. Porsche. i'm gonna make a cup of tea is that okay or are we doing something between now and the next 90 seconds
1: you know what she gets as mad about as anything <laughs> supper yeah because i can't choose supper until i know what i feel like i know right like you can't be okay chicken fish steak monday tuesday no yeah. If i wake up and it's a it's a taco day we're having tacos if I wake up and it's Jambalaya Day, what are you going to do? Yeah, I know. Make a meatloaf. Like my no.
2: wife does the same thing. We'll be up at you know the houses. everybody's getting ready for school and work and all this sort of thing. What should I take out? Uh, should I take something out of the freezer for dinner? <sighs> what? 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 It's, it's eight in the morning. It's like it's like seven fifteen. I how am I supposed to know <laughs> what I- we're going to be eating? That, that it's like twelve hours from now could be, could be dead in 12 hours from now. How am I supposed to know? We might be going out. We, can't. Out. Yeah. we can't go out. We might be skipping dishes or dashing yes. through the door. Or eat. Well, who knows what we're going to be doing. So, And then it's really rough when things roll around and you're tired. Like, I I don't know what we're doing for supper. I didn't take anything out of the... Out of the uh, I have I no plans. <laughs> oh, so are we, like, are we ordering? I don't know. So then what do you want? I don't know what I want. But we have now we have to order something. I, I, I don't know what we're going to have. These are real problems, Rhett. Yeah. These are real problems. Well, keep battling. Yeah. Pinter report presentation of Village Honda. From now until and I mean today is Thursday, but uh if you if you swing by Village Honda and you buy a pre owned or a new vehicle, they're going to have a nice little cavalry family pack for you. It's kind of with Father's Day, the spirit of Father's Day. Take your family to an upcoming Cavalry FC home game, in addition to the beautiful newer pre-owned vehicle that you're getting. There's always a little something extra for you at Village Honda, your dealership for life. And painter report without painter today. Uh I I I, it, I don't like to it's not even brag, but it's it's about promoting things. But if you haven't seen or listened to yesterday's show with Ryan Huska, I really encourage you to do it because he, and I think it caught, a, it didn't catch people off guard, but I think people were really surprised at just how open and genuine and
1: real he is, Pleasant. which is so rare, right? Yeah. Nothing scripted, honest answers. Yeah thorough answers i felt bad because i don't know
2: if they expected because peter hanlon was here as well who's with the of course media department with the flames some of just the best in he and sean kelso and those guys the best in the national hockey league i don't know if they expected us to uh be sitting down with huska for an hour 20 yeah i, I think maybe probably. thought come in do a quick 15
1: Probably hey, push, good.
2: Yeah. Ready for the season? Oh, so excited. Yeah. Oh, how about Elias Lindholm? Is he coming back? Oh, we sure'd like to have him back if we could. Uh, hour 20. But uh, this is the time of year to do those. You don't get that access in the winter. You don't get that access very often, regardless. Yeah. You
1: think he's coming back in in yeah. October? Not likely.
2: But uh, it was not lost on me and not lost on us that uh, an NHL head coach came to our studio and sat down for over an hour and and uh answered all the questions it's a you know what we're finding and i know that as this show and just flames nation everything moves and evolves who knows what any of this is going to look like in a year or two or three down the road but man everyone's got a story don't they it doesn't matter who you have a seat and and let's chat for for a bit someone's got an amazing story or some part of their life professionally or personally that will just kind of make you sit back and be like, wow, I had no idea that you had that experience.
1: we got to keep getting guys in to have these long, to have these stories come out because I think you're right. Like we've done a few of them now. Have any, I mean, there's not been a disappointment. There hasn't been close.
2: You want to call it a dud or whatever? Not close. Not close. They've been really great. And, uh, I, I love it. I, I love just what, just that when you get to that point of a little vulnerability comes in. That's that's what I appreciate because so much of sports is, uh, you know, I have no emotion. I do not fear losing. I have no no doubt in myself. I have no doubt in my t- it's
1: okay. Well, that's good. All right, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't I knew that Huska had won three cups as a player.
2: He's one of four guys. And you know what? I meant to go at, at, he's one of four guys ever to win three Memorial cups as a player and didn't and played and didn't win one year. He had four years, one in three, and then they missed could have won four. But as he, like, as he was well, saying, how that, many
1: total does he have? Didn't he win some coaching?
2: Yeah, he has five. Is it five? Because he had the one win as an assistant with Habshide. Was it with Habshide or Truitt? But yeah, it's remarkable. Decent. One (laughs) of the toughest trophies to win. It is. And now uh, let me ask you this, because so too is a league championship. You go through the rigors of winning a Western hockey, let's just say Western hockey league. Because that's your, what, three, four rounds. And then you go to the Memorial Cup, and it's a tournament. In one week, you could lose a couple games, and you're hooped. It, which, I guess that makes it harder. You have the smaller margin for error. But some will always say there's a little bit more satisfaction in what you need to do to win the championship to get there. And if you win the Memorial Cup, it's a bonus,
1: but you don't take that loss necessarily as hard. Jay McKee said it to me last year because they lost in the final. He goes, you know, I told the boys we won the, we won a championship, lost a tournament. Yeah. It's maybe when you lose. Yeah, so you got to have some the, sort of.
2: Maybe happens
1: when you. Not a big deal. Hey, guys, don't even worry
2: about it. Don't even worry about it. But it's on our YouTube channel. It's on wherever you get your podcasts. Now, is it? standalone jack or is it part of just yesterday's show
0: no i cut it up and
2: we have a standalone as well all right so so you'll find the interview because he came in we did the we had our show and then he came in for the second hour and yeah very highly recommend it if you're a flames fan if you're just a hockey fan or a guy that has an amazing story because that was up until i guess it was that london knights team who was on that team that was Corey perry i think prust was on that team was rob Shramp on that team where their record was bananas but you can still argue if you want to talk about a a team of destiny dynasty that to to make three mem cups in four years is incredible and that that one team as he said they they were building towards that and won a couple of memorial cups along the way not bad flukes yeah (laughs) how did you know the question that because you guys got them to Game 7 of the Western League Championship, right? That, mm-hmm. in 95?
1: hmm
2: How did you get them to Game 7? We had
1: a great team, like...
2: Clearly, because that team is one of the best ever. And you got to... Now, you got thumped in Game 7, but you got it to 7.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we won Game 6, I think, in overtime. So we had to win Game 6 to even get to Game 7. But I don't think... It was a 2-3-2. Two, two. Well, I actually think they won the first two there. Then we won one. Or maybe we Wow, well, we had to win two in Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah. So we won two in Saskatoon. Then went back and won game six. It was it was tough hockey. But who got that overtime it, winner? Uh Mark Watton, I think. Wow. Mark Watton or Derek Tibbetts. I, I think it was Watton. We won a draw on their end. And I can't remember if Tibby tipped it in or if it went straight in either way fox Warren in manitoba celebrating with that well represented <laughs> yes. yeah
2: yeah for sure and then eight one yeah huh? it was not... and it was weird because when i was kind of doing the the work on that i think it was the first memorial cup they beat saskatoon in the yeah. western league final that and it was eight nothing yeah. in game seven exact same scenario right so it was <laughs> Saskatoon just <laughs> getting
1: real close, but cold
2: sweats, yeah. Ah! And they and they played taking care of business every time they scored a goal, yeah. <laughs> <Hated. laughs> Only eight times.
1: Quiet bus ride home, uh, no, no old school bus ride home, yeah, and then. What was your
2: summer that year? Because you were getting ready to go to the show,
1: weren't you? That must have been my draft year.
2: 95?
1: 94. Spring of 94. 94, 95. I played by last year in junior. 95, 96, first year pro. So, yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready to go to the draft. Yeah. Just trying to graduate high school, Dean, you know? Yeah. As soon as that series ended, I really, really focused in on my grades. I may not want to go
2: to loops for these games because I've got this chem exam. Yeah. I'm really and I really need to, to dig in on it. I've got a I've got an 82, but I know I can really bump that up if I nail this final exam.
1: That was that's why I think a lot of the team got distracted game 7 cuz when we got you know, we had the 7-hour yeah. bus ride home and we we're all thinking about how much studying we could get in.
2: That's right. Yeah, I'm sure that that's what it would have been. Uh, we talked, again, the, the injuries for the Florida Panthers, your Florida Panthers, they are done. They are celebrating in Vegas. There's not, from what I can see, not a lot of stones being left unturned. They're hitting all of the spots in Vegas, as you would and as you should. Meanwhile, for the Panthers, Aaron Ekblad. Now, Paul Maurice came out. He had a post-game interview. I talked about it yesterday. It was really kind of a... Uh, a cool interview with Jackie Redmond. He was on, they were doing their year end stuff today and he didn't want to get into who needs surgery and all of this. Cause in a lot of cases they don't know yet, but Aaron Eckblad, as we knew coming in, he had broken his foot. He had a torn oblique and his shoulder had gone in and out a couple of times. He's going to have shoulder surgery and won't be ready for the start of training camp. The rest they feel probably will, but they don't know about Kachuk because he's got the broken sternum,
1: yeah.
2: and I don't know what you, you—you don't put a cast on your sternum, do you? Put a, your upper body into no, a you cast. Just suffer. Yeah,
1: because Noodles had that, right? Noodles had it. Brian uh, Scroodlin had it when I was in Florida. He was dying. Like it just yeah. lingers forever.
2: It feels like that'd be something if you're you know, jacking around with your buddies, you could aggravate that thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking, he, and Kachuk talked about it, how he, his brother, obviously Brady, was staying with him, had helping him get out of bed, helping him get dressed the, at the rink. They had to tie his skates for him and get him in and, out, in and out of gear. You knew it had to be bad when he doesn't play in an elimination game, but and, and hockey players get this, A lot at this time of year the i can't believe you guys play through all of this but uh it is there's no other sport that does it like football is probably close right there's a lot of guys you'll hear broken ribs or whatever the stories are but i don't i don't think there's any sport that does it like hockey does it
1: Uh -uh. i actually worry about it because guys when you're in that much pain uh, you're probably pounding back an advil or more right shit's (laughs) head goes sideways right like yeah you don't want to hear about guys down the road dealing with issues. Yeah, uh, Looster Reinin had a broken
2: tibia. They it was a high ankle sprain for Radko Gudis, who also got rocked in that one game. So the uh, the Panthers not a lot not a fun off season because you are close closer than you've been in so long, and now you're banged up and you got to just come back and do it again. Do they look to you like a team? that's going to be able to pick right back up?
1: I I think they've got a really good team. Uh, I suspect they're – I always find that the team that kind – Kenny of goes one of those unexpected runs, the next year is difficult. We were like that. It was always – all three times it was difficult to rekindle that emotion a little bit because yeah. for that team to have that – I mean – What's Bobrovsky going to do? To me, that's the key, right? He's not going to play 950. I'll tell you that. Now, I think they've been a good team for quite a while. And I think they've got a good nucleus and a good base. And I think they've got options moving forward, blah, blah, blah. I just think that emotionally, well, two things. I don't think Bobrovsky is going to be as good as he was in a short playoff run. And the emotional drain on going late and not winning can be tough to overcome yeah so congrats to vegas
2: congrats to vegas getting it done that's got to be because that this saturday is their parade how do you parade in vegas Ooh. the boulevard like i think oh, they're i would the think boulevard. this trip
1: yeah wow first ever first ever I think be that'll be that. okay. Like that's worth flying down to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whether you're a fan or not, I love you guys. This is great. Uh, Alex DeBrinket of the Ottawa Senators told us we've we've we, been we, between uh, Bruce Garrioc and Pierre LeBron. they've been covering this story and uh, Mr. DeBrinket does not want to be a long term on uh, Ottawa Ottawaian Ottawa. Ottawa, a twat What? Uh... A twat? A twat? What? <laughs> um, so anyway, he says, not going to sign here long term, so you may as well trade me. Here's a list of teams that I'd probably go to. I'd sign long term here, so they get into that process. Now, the same thing happened here with Matthew Kachuk. Now, I think it happened, or it never, maybe it never got to that point. But the team can file for salary arbitration on the player because of the RFA. And what that can do is give you a discount if in fact, because it's, it's funny, Kachuk it was going to be that one year, nine million dollars if he came back. Same for DeBrinket; it would be a one year, nine million. Now that it's just nine million by coincidence, but the team that takes him to salary arbitration, you get it. I think it's like a fifteen percent discount on that one year deal. So it's now the team that the players don't like it because what if you don't trade me? Then I get my one year, but then you're saving money, and then it's. When they want out, they want out, and I think he will get out, but that's kind of the latest on the DeBrinket thing. The draft is – what is today? Thursday. The draft is less than two weeks away. I know that when we had Frank on the other day, he talked about Elias Lindholm. He he, he said, there's a, there's a very real chance you're going to have an extension or a trade done before the draft i wonder if there's a number of these guys there's some big names three of them in winnipeg with hellebuck dubois shifley DeBrinket. obviously ottawa there could be a bunch of stuff happen here in the next uh the next two weeks
1: yeah i i hope there is cause <laughs> some stirring and excitement around the league i mean
2: yeah does
1: a team and, like and chicago don't... go from zero to a hundred and don't drag it into July because we want some time off. Like, look at Chicago's draft picks. Mm-hmm. And cap space. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a decent place to be. It's a decent place to be. I mean, how long do you need to suffer for with that sort of stockpile? Yeah. You know what that
2: would be? You you'd you'd have to have as excited as you are and you look at it if you was Kyle Davidson's GM. It's just the whole brain. Let's have just a little bit of patience. Let's not be young boomer when he's like ten years old and dad doesn't have anything else but a twenty to give to him to go to the corner store. Let's not blow the whole twenty because chances are you don't, you're not going to like everything that you buy and you don't need everything that you buy. There will have there there would be and I would there be a lot of teams that would be looking at Chicago. Hey, uh, we got this player. Yeah, it's a big cap hit, but you know he's a good player and you got all the space in the world and it won't cost you much to get him. There will be a lot of teams that will be humping their leg to take on some players and some salary. But
1: I think they're in a position – I mean, it's Chicago, which I think people think is a great place to play. Maybe it's not (laughs) because there's a lot of shit going on in Chicago. But I think people would love to go play in Chicago. They did for a long time. You have Bedard, right? Like, There's going to be an attraction to – somebody going you know i'm gonna play with bedard he's gonna be pretty good like how long before they're good like honestly they have six picks in the first two rounds two in the first four in the second the next year they have four in the first two rounds the next year they have two in the first round like you have to spin some of those off for players now don't you and is it a good year to do it i'm pinder would be better at this because he would understand the cap case no, he would he would just He'd talk loud. He'd he'd loud talk and convince you that he knows. Tell me I'm stupid again. But if the cap's not going up, is this the year to try? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
2: Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: Burrow.com slash ACAST. Use it to your leverage, right? Like next yeah. year, if the caps going up, then the teams maybe have more leeway to do things. I don't know.
2: It's, yeah, you know, it, it could probably go both ways. If you've got a deal that makes really good sense this year, you, you do it. They're you in an absolute
1: no-lose situation because yeah. they can they can stay the course and fill the cupboards chock full yeah. of players. Like, they can just keep doing what they're doing, stockpiling and stockpiling young talent. Or on- this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we'll take yeah. Lindholm for – you can have our second whatever.
2: Pick. Yeah. And in addition to that, you don't need to worry about losing your fan base with a long rebuild because they're nope. jacked about having Bedard.
1: Yeah, cuz they all bought season tickets again. Well, that's, all- but that's what I've said about it in Calgary. I hope they they you know, management and ownership can recognize that is that I don't think your fans are going to be abandoning you if you because the Chicago hockey fan can see, yes, last year sucked but boy sure looks good two years from now
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like there's there's, and again there's no guarantee you're gonna win but damn they're gonna if they f this up then they're in trouble do you think
2: that and i don't know because buffalo got dragged for how they tried to tank if you want to call it they sold off a bunch of shit to try and get the mcdavid uh the mcdavid lottery is it going to be the same in chicago because the
1: blackhawks didn't do it a lot different they failed but this is the thing they failed in a bingo yeah that's the only thing that buffalo failed at it would be a completely different world if the bingo ball had come out different right like that's yeah. that's it they failed in one thing. They had a plan. They went for it. You could disrespect it all you want. Blah, blah, blah. The bingo ball. Some I 17. Son of a. <laughs> I a B.
2: Yeah, I 17.
1: Right? Like, it's all they failed in. Yeah. They would have McDavid if it played out the way it was supposed to. And the whole world would be different.
2: Yeah, it would be. Yeah, for a lot of people it'd be very different.
1: Be so different. So I don't I mean I I don't like tanking, but damn it, if you're gonna be horse shit, go for it. Right? Like don't fake it. I've I've never had a problem with it. I would I guess I would if
2: you had a chance if you had a, a decent team and you just decided we're no, we're not going to they're a bad team. There's they're bad at the right time. Being cheap. I don't like cheap right like kane's in his final year of a deal you trade him if you have guys with exp- trade them for sure you got young guys hey play them play them i, I don't know, know. Uh, what else i yeah, that's probably about it there's a lot of stuff and uh, we'll keep an eye on things as far as that trade i i'm i haven't talked to anybody i am wondering what
1: the the mood is in winnipeg not good you you can't be happy you're gonna to have to that's the guy that has to stick handle the most isn't it shovel day off i think so he because he's going to be under the microscope fan wise with the lack of success two years in a row a coach leaving and then a coach saying after a playoff these guys don't try hard whatever how can you win Right, like that's basically yeah. what he said. Coach before said, "Ah, I tried. These guys, these guys yeah. aren't gonna get. I'm out. Thanks." Yeah. Right, like, and now you got a bunch of guys wanting to walk.
2: And I think even if you're a died-in-the-wool go- Jets fan out there, you have to almost see. You hate that Dubois wants to leave, and now Hellebuck says he's not signing there. You hate it. You may not like it, but you have to almost recognize why it's the case. They went. They went there, especially Hellebuck. He he played there a he, long time. Yes, he played his his balls off there. I don't think that I think Dubois was a little up and down, but that's kind of who he is. I don't know. It's it sucks because that's we've talked about it a lot. We don't need to, but you need you need everything to fall into place there. You need to be healthy, and you need to draft well, and you need your trades to work out, and you need guys not to hate it to the point that they quit on you, and and demand trades and all that
1: shit you got to find guys that want to be Winnipeg Jets or comfortable being Winnipeg Jets. I think that I loved the Dubois trade when they made it because the year before he'd played so hard in that playoff series against Toronto and stuff. I was like this guy's turning into a stud. But you I think you knew he wasn't going to want to be a Winnipeg Jet and so it's weird. I don't forget who I was talking to and I wouldn't name names anyway, but the other yesterday or 2 days ago I was at the rink here in Buffalo and I think the draft was here the year Dubois got picked and he was down there working. He said, he's the only guy that was a bit of a dick. Yeah. The only guy that stood out as a putz or I forget the wording he used, but so there's a bit of stink to it. Now, is that before he had his name
2: called by Columbus or after?
1: That would have been before. Yeah. But, if the, you know, yeah, kids yeah. are down, there doing all the workouts, the interviews. all I guess they weren't doing workouts at the draft, but anyway, that was the word I, I heard the other day, oddly enough. Look at you. Yeah. Insider. Reporter.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Digging deep, digging yeah. deep. Uh, us open golf is underway at the Los Angeles country club. You ever played the Los Angeles country club?
1: No, I didn't fit in, in LA. Oh, no I with your no. jean shorts, your no. jeans. Saskatchewan tuxedo. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, sure. Could could you put your shirt back on, please?
1: It's was so hot.
2: Uh, it's it is very warm. It's Los Angeles, it's, but it is the Country Club. If you could put your shirt back on, that would be great. Uh, what do they got? Seven Canadians going at this thing. Wow. Spenson and Sloan and Connors and Hadwin and Pendrith. I hope Adam Hadwin's okay after taking that vicious body body shot from the security guard
1: what's he gonna sue that guy for like <sighs> big so much. yeah big though he's canadian i like, oh, don't shucks man don't worry about it no no i'm a buddy
2: i'm a buddy i'm a buddy. sorry <laughs> i know him i know him <laughs> sorry man yeah it's okay it's okay uh stamps calgary Stampeders. they lose week one to bc they are in Hottawa. Dabrinkit hates it there, and I bet you Dickinson hates it there, too. Get me the hell out of Ottawa. Nation's capital, my ass. The uh, the Red Blacks, hmm. I believe, is the uh, the team they'll be facing.
1: Yeah, well, if you're out there, you don't want to play the Black and Reds.
2: No, you don't. Kadeem Carey out for the Stampeders. 5.30 Mountain Time start. Um, and I saw a thing on the old Soch. Matt Dunnigan. Everybody loves Matt Dunn again. He said the one regret he had from his CFL career is he never played for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Which is interesting because he was a longtime bomber. Right? You think you'd have that kind of rivalry? I hate those guys. But uh I, I would think that's probably one of those things for for a lot of players. If you're gonna play in the Canadian Football League, why not be cheered by that fan base as opposed to, you know. Sworn at by it. Matt Dunnigan was, uh, I remember working a training camp. They would have their training camp in Brandon at the university, Brandon University at the campus there. And this was, this was peak Dunnigan. It was like, it was like watching Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, at the height of his career. It was the long, flowing blonde locks, tight shirts, like, the biceps just busting out, going to going to what Houstons or what the the Unwinder at night <laughs> after the, after it was quite a show.
1: I remember being at oh I think it's the national bar now, but it was a different bar at the time in Calgary. And the hip was playing.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, okay.
1: And Dunnigan was there, and I was so gooned. I was, I'm like, come over here, Matt. Matt. And he's like, no. I'm, I'm good <laughs> yeah. you might know me yeah i was asked too i'm sure it was the year i think it was the lockout year and so i was like well oh, he'd have watched me play in the playoffs last year <laughs> yeah i <I'll> buy you. <laughs> i don't need you to buy me a drink you loser <laughs> i'm good all yeah. right fine drunk <laughs> yeah but, uh
2: the uh now jack Jack, RJ, and Pinder went to watch the Calgary Surge last night over at Winsport. Uh, good game. Jack, give me uh, – let, let's have uh, – this is your uh, Calgary Surge update with, uh, with Jack.
0: It was actually a lot of fun. Like, I, um,
2: I'm a pretty big basketball fan. I
0: follow the NBA. But um, I, I wasn't expecting a lot. But it was, it was actually a good time. And it, they were down big, heading into the fourth, um and then they cut it within six, I think, and then they do that after at the end of the yeah, yeah, you know they, they do that target score thing, kind of crawl back and then they lost um right at the end there. But the highlight of the night was RJ because he didn't know. Now,
2: RJ is one of our g-
0: <laughs> about basketball.
2: Jack is one of our guys and RJ is one of our guys. These guys are working behind the scenes. There's a lot of stuff that goes <laughs> on here. So are RJ not big into the hardwoods?
0: No, no idea. And, and before he went, he told me that he's never watched a basketball game in his life besides high school. And like, you'd assume like you'd sort of know the game like. I mean, he lives in Red Deer, I guess. But, Whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, I I had to start writing down quotes. Um. He said, "I'm assuming they don't change on the fly." And he, everything we he would just try to relate it to hockey and the Flames. Uh, like he was saying, this coach is very Daryl Sutter-like. Um. Just like the Flames this year, shot quantity, not quality. Um. He was very confused about. The coaches being on the floor, uh, he didn't like that at all. He suggested that they put up boards
1: to around, keep the, coaches, yeah, to keep off, the yeah. coaches
0: off the floor. They call timeout, the players are all running onto the floor, yeah. celebrating. Doesn't like it. Um,
2: he, he didn't know anything. Was like, he shocked with how surprisingly not slippery the, uh, the ice was? <laughs> that they were able to run up and down in their shoes without yeah. falling down.
0: Yeah, a million penalties, penalty shots. Yeah, like.
2: Not fouls. (laughs) They were penalties. It's, you know what, Rhett? It's heartwarming. It's a good feeling to know when you've got the right people working around, (laughs) but you've got the right kind of guys who've got your back. (laughs) I
0: wish you were there because you would have laid into him. Now, is it
2: possible (laughs) he was playing, playing it up for you?
0: Maybe. But like I said, he said he'd never watched a game. So he couldn't name three NBA players.
2: Well, that's tough. I mean, we're going to have to reevaluate because, I mean, Rhett and I are huge basketball guys. I'm not sure.
1: And you are muted, Rhett.
2: Not sure if I can handle it, if I can tolerate it.
1: Well, I can't wait to get back and go see some surge. Yeah.
2: But, oh, it was, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. 82-77, they lose to Vancouver. They will host the Montreal oh, Alliance on Friday. The Alliance. Yeah, don't lose to Vancouver. Don't do that uh and you know what this i'm going to uh, bring in it's not so much a news item as it is just kind of a uh just kind of a note i meant to tell you i didn't tell you jack it's in the uh there's three things in the folder the one is a tweet mm-hmm. and i saw this and i was just going to bring it up in regular conversation but i was like no this 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 has enough to it that it's all it's kind of a news item that we should share um you like soup eh
1: had soup last night, minestrone.
2: Yeah. Your and your soup intake has gone up,
1: Whew, Skyrocketed. Skyrocketed.
2: Yeah. skyrocketed. Love the soup, Italian For wedding is your Favorite soup, Italian wedding. You've been talking about this. What is the green? What is the green stuff in it? The the, the leaf is like sp- spinach. It's not spinach. Is it spinach? I don't know. I think so. there's meatballs. They're just meatballs and 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 what's the Tiny meatballs,
1: just little tiny. Tiny, little
2: tiny meatballs. And what's the, is it like a barley or is it, what's no, the. No, it's uh, a
1: pastina, I think. Pastina, yeah. yeah. So it's, well.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's Italian. Mamma mia. Yeah, mm-hmm. mamma mia. Uh I saw this tweet come up yesterday and it just, it hit me like a hammer. Asian soup spoons are so much better For the task of soup, it's nuts. Western soup spoons are awful. The West is clearly unserious about the way it consumes soup. I've never thought about, it's been in my head, but I love going for Vietnamese pho or having ramen. And one of the best things is that spoon. And I've never really thought for it to cross over into my everyday life it's just one of those things that I enjoy while I'm having that sort of soup rest oh. your thoughts on the uh, Asian versus
1: oh. ordinary soups I would like to debate this with you uh certainly you get more per scoop it 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 certainly handles the shakiness of a person's body you get bumped you're gonna keep it on in there in the scooper i've always struggled with dribble with the asian spoon where are we dribbling well like i feel like i gotta tip i really gotta tip it to get it out and then it's all over
2: you're not uh, that's just that's you that's you possibly
1: I'm not. I'm not. Anything saying, you anything it, you
2: eat gets on you. I've seen it happen true. countless times. I had to go times. change my
1: shirt. I came, went upstairs. The kids were going to bed, and I had a bowl of taco dip and a white t shirt on. Oof, fail. Yeah. Major fail. I went upstairs, and the boys saw me, and they're like, "Dad, what the?"
2: Yeah, you shouldn't own white t shirts. No. It should just not be in your your but I don't, repertoire at all. But because I mean, I, you look at jack and and now i've got the one the one there i i took just the shot of the oh, pull that up uh quick. of the asian soup spoon because you would think it's more conducive or less conducive to dribble cuz like yeah, rj would say a, you've
1: got boards yeah but you got a tip and then you know with some of those you know when you're pouring stuff if it's not the right lip that stuff dribbles over the side I, but are you not almost doing I'm the same not, with i'm not i'm not saying spoon? i'm not saying i'm right and I'm I, much like mm-hmm. you, I've never really sat down and put an hour or two into thinking through which soup spoon is better, but clearly I'm going to have to. I may need new cutlery. Because I don't
2: like, right? Now, the one thing, and I, because I saw people talking online, and I'm, I'm pointing at it angle. like you can. I'm pointing at it like you can see, but you can't see. But I it's the it's the the trench that exists on the handle. Yeah. That it you may have some
1: dribblage go up the handle. I wonder if no, I'm wondering if it's the angle of the handle, right? Like you can't put that spoon is tougher to get in the drawer. So now you're you're it's above so it's maybe in my, my view I don't know. So, if if you're using that, are you going
2: sideways or straight on?
1: I think I'm attacking it at a 45. Kind of a little bit both. But maybe that's the
2: issue. You need to go straight in. Straight in. Dump truck? In and back. Up. Yeah. You tip tip the oriental spoon like a cop. So that'd be from the side? No. From the front.
1: Sideways. sideways to okay so <laughs> okay i'm on it i'm gonna go get some i'm gonna try this today yeah i'm gonna go
2: Definitely. uh you gotta be able to eat... i'm either gonna go to a place or i'm going to uh that's right jason d you are Attaboy, correct. <laughs> You are 100 yeah. percent correct i don't know who's the higher seed coming into the tournament but uh if if that soup spoon
1: is ranked lower we might be prime for an upset You know what? There is... You can deep dive into this because my original thought... Sorry for listeners. Jason D. just put in a a, a text or message there that said, we need a soup draft. Spoon draft. A soup... What? Spoon draft, he said. I thought he said soup draft.
2: No, he said spoon
1: (laughs) draft. Well, I say screw the soup draft or the spoon draft, and we do a soup draft because the soup draft is... Very debatable. What's a soup? It's like that whole chunky. Is your your Vietnamese that you just mentioned, is that soup? Yes. Because immediately my mind went to chicken noodle has to be traditional, good, can't be beat. But then you, what about the wonton? Okay,
2: so where is the, is it, is it the thickness like cuz you're going to get into a stew at some point. Yeah, you can't do a jambalaya. What about
1: a bisque? Bisque I think is soup it's like it's, that's it's, a, it's a heavy cream soup. I think bisque is okay. Lobster bisque is lovely. Cuz it's going to be tough. No, grief. Grief is stew is not a soup. Not at all. No, 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 no.
2: I was thinking about the contents. What do you have in stew? A lot of times you'll have beef, but you can have that in soup. You'd have potatoes or carrots or veg- different vegetables, but well, you can truly you can have that in a in a soup, like a vegetable soup, obviously. And because
1: a stew and a chili, those are different. Oh, chili. Chowder. I didn't even think of chowder. I think chowder's in. You're gonna, you know what you're gonna have? You're gonna have a hell of
2: a time when the stew people band together and
1: are knocking on the door and they want some answers. Maybe, but okay. Well, you know what? Regardless, even if we allowed the stew in, the stew ain't in the top five, no matter what. So what the hell difference does it make? You're not making a, you're not jumping from a stew all the way into the top three. You're not in metal contention.
2: This is going to be a, a huge field. We're going to need like play in games. Like March Madness, we're going to need some regionals and qualifiers because to get down to a, a bracket of at least a, a normal size. It's going to be tough. Now, let me ask you this, though. At the end of the day, are you not going to have chicken noodle kind of being your number one seed and probably
1: odds on favor? I would say it has to be. But as my mind... And brain bounce around inside of my skull. There are numerous, numerous. Again, what's that place that Pinder took me over in Bridgeland? They have a yeah. ramen. Is a ramen yeah. a soup?
2: These are all very, really good questions. You're going to find the. You're going to find some soups that are just going to a, a, a split pea soup. They're going to be. No, I don't like that. Are there people that really just don't like chicken noodle? Because I wonder about who they're going to match up against. You're probably more apt to find people that will maybe not like the opponent and just be okay with chicken noodle and go chicken noodle, even though it may not be. You're
1: right. That's why chicken noodle is going to be a tough out because it appeals to the masses. So many in the, let's say, the North American sphere, have grown up on chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. It's a soother. It's a medicine. It's, it's, it's for your soul. Yeah. It's for your soul. Yeah. There's books written about it. So it's going to be tough, but then you, you put it up against the, the, the how do you say it? The P H O. Fuck. So that, or the ramen completely different worlds. Yeah. yeah. Right. What about, what about war- cream of mushroom? Like war wonton? Wonton, Wonton soup, ramen. Right? You bring in, the, huh? like I said, the 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 chicken noodle feels like a a a can't lose North American style soup. Yeah. Whereas you bring in the globally, globally, I don't think it's gonna be a hit globally. Right? They're not. They didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Hmm.
2: And does ramen just get the benefit of being its own entity? The broth in a ramen because- is. There's so yeah. many different so, I mean, there's variations yeah. of ramen where you may not like one, but you like the other, but you're going to vote ramen. We need a
1: power ranking for sure. Listen, a- if there could be 20 effing donuts, there's easy 20 soups. I maybe think we that's kind of agreed, though. Top that- 20. Well, you'd I'm have 20 soups that are delicious, and no one would argue with you. The donut there's- thing, you don't need the last yeah. page. We would
2: just need to stress to people. And there again, you get the chicken noodle people pissed at you. if you like, just really don't rush to judgment.
1: Yeah. Think it through.
2: Think That's it through. Maybe have, you know, sample both before you cast your vote. And I, I do love chicken noodle soup. I'm, a, I kind of just. All I right. But it, again, noodle. with the but,
1: soup, what noodle are you putting in it? Yeah, I know. Look at
2: some of the broccoli cheese. Broccoli cheddar is so oh. good. Um, French onion soup, delicious beef noodle. Yeah. You might have, you know what though? I worry about your Italian
1: wedding. Personal favorite, personal favorite. I could be a personal uh, favorite. uh, The place I go has wonderful switches and they have Italian wedding. So it's kind of a, Mm -hmm. and try go out, go out today. Yes. Head out in the in the wilds and pick up a bowl of uh, yeah. Italian wedding. Tell me what you think. Like, tell Well, me you know spoken.
2: what? T- Today's a good soup day because right. it was really warm a couple days ago. We've had Bring some you cooler weather.
1: What there's there's a my mom's addicted to it in Saskatoon. A lemon orzo soup right at some restaurant in Saskatoon. Phenomenal. A
2: buddy of mine. Every time he goes to Vegas, he has to go to the one restaurant. It's in Aria. For the lemongrass soup. Oh, yeah. He loves it. I I like lemongrass, too. Yeah. Somebody asking,
1: uh, no love for tomato? If you're going to put grilled cheese beside it, absolutely.
2: Mm. What is that one? French onion. French onion. Like, what do you? Now, I'll be honest. French onion without the, the melted cheese on top. I'm probably not going for it as often. No. A little Amalgatani. All right. Well, that's the Pinder report. Brought to you Pinder by Pinder Village loves soup. Big soup. Yeah, yeah. Real, <laughs> real guy. To uh, sad he's not here today because we uh, are really missing out on his soup analysis for sure. Village Honda paying top dollar for your vehicle. Sell them your vehicle, and it's. Money within 24 hours. It goes on the lot. If you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle, then there it is. It makes sense for everybody. Find out more at villagehonda.com. They are in the Northwest Auto Mall. And they're online at villagehonda.com, your dealership for life.
1: Do you? Sorry, I'm going to talk about this just because it happened today. And it's it's continually happening. So the other person in the home has a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I can't figure out why. There seems to be a lot of maintenance needed on said vehicle. Today was another $500 hit for brakes, which Mm -hmm. can happen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It just seems like the the comparison between the two people in the house, one vehicle that one person drives, lots and lots of uh, maintenance. We'll just call it maintenance. Right. The other vehicle starts, runs, and parks. It's kind of yeah, A to B, put, B stuff. Put gas in it, and mm-hmm. yeah, is the
2: other vehicle? Is it of
1: the age where maybe this is
2: just? It's kind of bad timing that every five years,
1: five years, but it, it's not a new trend.
2: Oh, I see. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh
1: uh-huh. huh. Hmm. Because so I brought it up today, and it was ill received. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Is
2: that right? eh? (laughs) Hey,
1: yeah. Like Pinder, I'm I'm all about the facts, and apparently, you need. I have the data here to support it. Yeah,
2: that there is a lot of maintenance that needs to be done. Yeah, it's tough. My my favorite is always, and I you you just don't bring it up. You'll be walking by the vehicle or whatever, and you look down and say, "Ah, "Well, there's a gouge out of the rim that wasn't there when we put the tires on in spring." nothing we can do about it now just keep on walking fat boy don't say a word <laughs> oh geez that's nice uh do we back the nice something there it's a white vehicle but that's clearly black paint maybe it was one of the kids i'm sure that's probably what it was all the kids take a lot of the heat yeah damn kids i don't know what happened damn kids uh let's do uh for our buddies over at mcleod law this day in flames history Sort of kind of this day in Flames history. Peter Klein, one of the best, one of the best in the business, bar none, best in the city, best in the business. The premier personal injury guy, but he's also the go-to guy for your disability insurance claim. Basically, if you're getting the runaround with with your injury, your disability, that this is the guy you need on your side. The insurance company is refusing to pay that insurance benefit to you that you've paid for and deserve. Contact Peter. He's on your team. He'll get you those benefits and get you your peace of mind. mcleod lawcom There you see his contact info. 403-254-3864. If
1: I'm if I'm beating about the head if by if I bring it up again, we were just talking. If I'm beating about the head, can I call Peter? Can he help me? May we we'd <laughs> have to because you were talking about it on the show, which makes it the workplace,
2: yeah, so it was an injury sustained while you were at work. Mm. Peter's probably the guy to talk to about it. Uh, well, there's a couple of things. The first one on this date in uh, in history, and I'll just I don't have the video or anything. I just uh... the one thing I'll say during the celebration the other night, I was very happy for Kelly McCrimmon, who I know from my days covering the Wee Kings back in the day. But also to have his family there, and of course, everybody loves Brad McCrimmon, and he and his brother, as brothers are, super close, and that would have been a real cool thing for him. It was 33 years ago today that the uh, the Flames traded away Brad McCrimmon to Detroit for a second round pick, and I can't imagine. And I was that's kind of it's not that long ago, but I was not here. I can't imagine that went over real well because. The man they call Beast, Brad McCrimmon, was beloved by everybody and a hell of a hockey player, and the Flames selected David Harlock with the second-round pick. No disrespect to Dave, but uh,
1: Hall of Famer? David Harlock? No, No, Did Beast get in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I've told the story before. I was in Plenty, Saskatchewan. He was there. He was farming. My friend was the, his dad was the principal. I was out there. I don't know what I was doing, but there was grad going on. And Brad McCrimmon was sitting in front of me and he had his arm around his wife and he was speaking and his Stanley Cup ring was on. And I stared at it and stared at it and stared at it. And he caught me staring at it. So he said, here, kid, take a look.
2: Is that right? Yeah. He was just one of the best. He really was. There were back, because I was doing the afternoon thing or whatever. I was at the rink every day, working with Kerr, working the afternoons and whatever. So you'd be working the dressing rooms. And there were a few guys that you just wanted to hang around with. You know, Barry Trotz was always good for after the microphones or cameras, or even when they were on, he was a good quote. But once it was done, he was going to hold court for a little while and shoot the shit and whatever. And even though Brad McCrimmon wasn't the... The head coach with Babcock in Detroit, he was, you know, it was kind of home for him. He'd been around the flames in Western Canada. So he'd always kind of, hey, how we doing, boys? How are we doing? And then Beast would hold court for a little bit. And he was uh he was awesome. So anyway, uh traded away on this date. But happy birthday to a guy. He's one of those guys that you didn't need you didn't need the game tape, you didn't need the the game notes to know, don't mess with this uh with this fella five-year flame turning 51 sandy mccarthy big big dude and could he throw him and we've got a few uh a few of them i i went on it on the uh on the hockey db there retro and uh yeah oh yeah let her buck, buddy um as the flames clear the (laughs) center we have a scrap between mccarthy and brent thompson he spent a year with Salt Lake, which would have been
1: the uh,
2: the farm team. David Stroosh played with him. So I wonder if he's got any stories. Oh, he
1: does. Yeah.
2: 77 games, 220 Tims all on that team. Because it was, it was a uh, pack of lunch if you were going to take on that team. Cruiser was on that team as well I saw here. I'll pull up yeah. his his data. Um just a, a, a ton of guys, 172 pims, 220 pims, 267, 255. Paul Cruz had two hundred and six pims in thirty-five games. <laughs> oh my Lord. It's
1: a tough league, boys. It's a tough league. I mean not for the week of hard retro. Oh god. Yeah, I didn't like playing against him. Oh, he hit him hard. Is yeah. Cam Russell there. Yeah.
2: It says 6225, but it feels Lefty. like Oh, man. And you know, you gotta, you gotta put your, cl- you get dressed after that, and get in a bus, and then get on a plane, and so happy birthday, hey Sandy, happy birthday, sir, from all of us here at <laughs> Barnburner. We'd like to wish you a happy 51st birthday, and everybody at McLeod Law as well, Austin and Peter and all the staff at McLeod Law, and all of us here at, uh, at I'll just the Nation Network, real big fans of your work. And uh, all the best of today to you and yours. Cloud Law. Call Peter Klein. Also, you know, and the thing about, uh, the thing we appreciate about McLeod Law, and we said this right from the first meeting we had, is real people, there's there's just no air of anything. It's not, I think sometimes you kind of get that, you know, kind of pretentious feel. Zero with McLeod Law. And Calgary. Calgary Roots, big part of their long longstanding relationships. Like the communities that they serve, their team is varied, they're diverse, and committed to being a positive in this city of Calgary.
1: McLeod Law. This person in my home has lost their marbles. Is that right? Absolutely gone. Let's go to the Galleria next week. I want to buy you one of these for summer.
2: well for for those that aren't uh, watching what what, what what
1: are we talking about?
2: Is that a man oh, bag? Is that a I purse? don't
1: uh, either a way. Purse? I feel like I've lived with this person for quite a while, and she should know I don't have a I hardly carry a wallet. Maybe she's trying I'm to tell her she's sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> but then that leads me to believe who's she buying a purse for?
2: she's yeah. very generous yeah, and fair. thoughtful how's the is the amazon thing still a thing has just a parade be, of amazon what? delivery drivers
1: listen very sneaky here doesn't have our address grandma's 100 yards down the road Here,
2: is that right yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> the odd time i walk into grandma's there's boxes and boxes yeah piled on the bed i'm like hmm why does it have your name on it (laughs) it's not
2: the shoveler's first go around hey no she's uh she's very well versed on the uh the register very well versed uh saint eugene cranbrook interestingly enough uh our guest yesterday from cranbrook oh that's
1: right yeah and, and interestingly enough, a bunch of our deadbeat friends will be heading out there probably today. You were saying, yeah. acting like idiots and fighting.
2: Not at our, our proud sponsors, would they be?
1: Not at the St. Eugene Resort and Casino. I hope our proud sponsors boot them off <laughs> and go home and get some sleep. I'll talk to Mike and
2: see if we get them out of there. Championship golf course, a casino, a spa, restaurants, mountains in every direction a beautiful place on the planet. It's time to discover or rediscover the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. Go to the website, eugene.ca and you'll be able to do all of your booking on there, whether it's the golf, whether it's rooms, all of that. We We would encourage you to stay, get out there, and then just put the car keys away, put the phones away, and just start to enjoy and soak in everything that is St. Eugene. Golf, Resort, and Casino in beautiful Cranbrook, British Columbia. So high kicks in Cranbrook. Hmm. We'll be able to put together a high kick montage at some point soon because they come out often and in a lot of places.
1: I'm waiting for him to hit an age where all of a sudden there's a snap. (gasps) I pray every day. Every day,
2: because it's so the, the more oh, noxious. Uh, well, the more beverages, the easier it becomes. It's like it's like when you're in school. It's like, oh, you should go and uh, pull that girl's hair. No, no, I bet you won't do it. Yeah, you're chicken. All right, it's the same thing with him. I bet you that guy can kick higher than you can. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No, no, his legs aren't long enough. Oh, I think you're not. From this angle, he could definitely kick higher than you. Because I saw you at the last one. I don't know. I think you're I don't think you're getting as high as you used to. It's on. High kicks. Look out. Uh that's uh I guess that's kind of the program for today. Reminder, get that Betway app in your phone. We're we're through with uh, you know what we need to do, retro? And maybe we'll do this for tomorrow. We got to find out who won our playoff draft. Oh, we had the, uh, right. the Barnburner playoff draft over at the Gray Eagle in uh, well, right before the start of the playoffs. And some teams did very well, some teams not so well. Um, I will be shocked if any one of them had Aiden Hill on their ne- on their team. We had 16 teams, 16 or 17 goalies. I think there was maybe a couple. I think, did both out of Minnesota get picked? I'm trying to remember. Anyway, yeah, I know did. that a, a Vegas goalie was taken late. And it wasn't Briscoa. And it Logan. sure as hell wasn't Aiden Hill. Maybe Logan Thompson was taken. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, uh, so we'll uh, we'll roll out the uh, the final and have some congratulations for that maybe coming up on the show tomorrow. Um are you off to the tire shop? No, I already get paid some, and got get some brakes. Hmm. Is it rotors and uh the whole the whole deal?
1: Pads, rotors. So just fix the damn thing, would you? Yeah. I'm sick of this. <laughs> do you trust them
2: when you go in there uh hey we were no. doing the uh 297 point inspection for free and we found that uh, your uh your jibbywatt uh, fluid is uh it's looking a little dark yeah. uh, you don't want to ruin your Watts cuz uh, they can be mighty expensive so uh, i mean it's up to you but if you want to get that uh, jibbywatt fluid we can do that today we have it here uh for $765 what's that oh uh, we can do that right here for you today so it's 65 yeah, go ahead. I guess do the jibby watt fluid while we're. Yeah, you
1: don't want your jibby watt to no, burn once out. Once
2: the jibby watt goes,
1: um, soup
2: and baloney. We got our work cut out for us, retro. It'll be good to have you back in town, so we can. We're up for really... the task,
1: Dean. We're up to the task, or yeah. for the task, or
2: around the we'll task. We'll be shoulder to shoulder and and really connecting with the listeners and the viewers of Barn over the next few months. So oh, check out Ryan Huska. Yes. Good. Watch it, listen to it, uh whatever get it in get it inside of you. Get it in you soon. Ryan Huska, head coach of the Calgary Flames was on the show yesterday. You can find it wherever you get your podcast or on our YouTube channel. Appreciate you everybody. We will see you tomorrow. That's it.